Welcome to Biker Life Radio with Chuck and Deb, heard each Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. on 1490 AM, WWPR. And now, here's Chuck and Deb. Happy New Year, I'm Chuck. And Deb. And welcome to Biker Life Radio. We are so truly grateful and thankful that you've joined us today. We have a fantastic show lined up just for you. Biker Life Radio is for those who are inspired to ride and those who inspire others to ride. We are here to reveal the truth behind the motorcycle mystique and bring real life stories that will help you discover your purpose, achieve true freedom and define your destiny. All right, and we do have a sponsor we'd like to acknowledge today. We have a sponsor. It's Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy out of Colorado Springs, Colorado and Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. So if you're ready to crank up your engines, put your chins in the wind, knees in the breeze, seats in the saddle, then hang on and let's get rolling. Oh, and you better hang on because we have got a fantastic show lined up for you today. There will be no commercial breaks. We're going to have to play straight through and we're going to have to get right to it right now, Deb. So let's go ahead and get started with Raw and Unapologetic by Dutch Van Austin, the author of... Demons Rising, the story of the Wayward Scout. Take it away, Dutch. Greetings from the sound studios known as Dutch's Man Cave, located in the sun coast of Florida. It may sound like I'm in a cave today because uh, things are going to might sound, unless the brilliant engineers over there at the Chuck and Deb show can correct it, I'm probably going to sound like I'm probably going to sound like I'm probably going to sound And uh, the, I don't know what they call it, the puff microphone or whatever it is. I, I don't. I have no idea. I'm not. I'm not up on my um, my audio technology uh, nomenclature. Uh, I it broke today. I um, threw it across the room, gently. But well, no, I threw it across the room, and it broke. I wasn't mad at that particular piece of equipment per se, but it was within an arm's reach, and I was having a bad day, and it paid the price. So, forgive me. Uh, as stated, I am Dutch Van Alston. I am the author of Demons Rising, the story of the Wayward Scout, book number one in the Like Behind Bars book series, and I am raw and ap- Well, I apologize for that one. I am raw and unapologetic. See, without that little puff microphone, I'm just screwing up left and right. I am also the author of the soon-to-be-released published book number two of the Like Behind Bars book series, Rebellious Youth. The Story of the Lost Child. I am doubly proud of this work. I really am. It delves deep into... You know, I'm going to defer on that topic for another day because um, it's the first draft right now and it needs to have a couple of beta readers. Um, and then it goes to a highly paid editor that will correct my seventh grade grammar and then on to the publisher. But So before I delve too deep into the nuances of it uh, I want to get some extra eyes on it and peruse it and make sure I'm on the right track um, so 2020 is upon us um, I'm, <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that because I mean when I, when I was a kid um, there was a cartoon called C-Lab 2020 I mean this cartoon ran very briefly so people of my generation might not even remember it but I looked it up and it was 1972 it was like 10 episodes and I remember as a kid watching it, and I specifically recall thinking, 2020, wow, that's, I'll carry the two, subdivide by the hypothesis of Pythagorean's theory. 48 years from now, I'll be 55 in 2020, and that ain't ever gonna happen. Well, okay, it did happen, so. I deal with what is, I guess. I mean, what the hell? Where did the time go? This is where maybe Chuck and Dad might want to pipe in some sad music, you know, play in the background, because this is kind of like, I blinked, and now I'm here. Time is something um, no war has ever conquered. Uh, We can't win against Father Time. He just drives and drives and drives and drives and drives. And keeps going. And like most men, there's going to be no bathroom break. And he'll be damned before he asks for any kind of directions. So he's just going to keep on making progress. And there's nothing we can do to stop him. 
And uh, I used to make fun of these old geezers, you know, saying things like, back in my day. But I've come to realize that I am now one of those old geezers that I used to make fun of. Uh, although, although I did feel young today because I was, I was at a meeting in Tampa and there was this old crone and I, she had to have been 110 years old. I mean, just the typical, stereotypical, you know, waving the rolling pin and curlers with a, with a, you know, cold cream on the face. And, and she was lamenting about how they worked harder and faster. Ooh, harder and faster. God, I miss her. And anyway, I'm sorry. Back to uh, today's world. Um, yeah, she was lamenting about how they all worked harder and faster, and the kids were just plain happier back then. Well, Granny, um, first off, your soda pop had cocaine in it, so no wonder. Uh, give me some of that soda pop, and I will mow my lawn, the neighbor's lawn, regrout the whole house. And I'll let the Amish take a day off, and I'll put that barn up for them. And uh, as for happier, well, um, let's let's start with the fact that Bear Aspirin used to market heroin for children as a tonic. And no, I'm not kidding. This was around 1910, um, which I'm sure that lady was probably there to actually have some. So yes, Granny, give me some of those childhood yummies instead of ringdings and ho hos. I will be on top of the world too. Yeah. But I digress. My point was, and I'm sure I had one. Uh, oh, time, 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 time. Time moves fast. And with the new year brings on the dreaded new year resolutions. Hmm. Okay. And I'm sure we all know what the most common one is, right? Yep, you guessed it. Lose weight. Jeez Louise. And that is mine as well. I am tired of looking and feeling like crap. I also thinking about cutting down on the booze, sort of, maybe, kind of. And uh, I know I'm going to get the Flintstone Harley out more. Uh, that poor bike is really neglected. The Softail is my everyday bike, and uh, the shovel head has to be kicked over at least once a week, or the next time you do it, it sumps really bad after you start it. And uh, if you own a shovel head, you know what sump means. So because of that, Fred does get neglected. But other than those three resolutions, I am damn near perfect. So there's really nothing else for me to change, is there? Yeah, maybe, maybe read some more. I don't know. So that would make what? Four? Well, but aside from those four, yeah, well, then I'm damn near perfect. Um, I understand Bubbles. You had some resolutions too. Yeah, no, I understand. And I, I yep, I encourage you. you. Want to start going back to church and all that? That's what you want? Me? Oh, I am a scholar of the Bible, dear. Oh, no, it, it's true. I'm not kidding. My, my favorite verse is Psalms 8110B. Nope, B, as in booby, B. That means it's the second line in the verse. Well, go look it up if you want, dear. I, got, I really got work to do, okay? Speaking of which, I need my drink. Huh? No, Psalms is spelled with a P, not an S. No, I have no idea why. Nope. Nope, I don't know who you would complain to at this point. Because it, it was written, you know, thousands of years ago. I, no, I don't have a Bible here. Because I'm, I'm Catholic, which means, I mean, if you look around, I probably have 30 sets of rosary lying around. Probably 20 St. Christopher medals and lots of recipes on how to make fish on Friday. And I'll bet you if you go to my bookshelf, you'll find some book on there and why masturbation will send me to hell. But no, no Bible. Sorry. Yeah, you could do that if you like. I'm sure the Motel 6 down the road has a whole slew of them. Yo, you've seen them. They're virtually in every room. You haven't been to every room. Okay, three short. Okay. I'll tell you what. Why don't you Uber down there? Check it out. Huh? Who's Karen? Oh, the desk manager. Oh, you've gotten to know her well over the years, huh? Okay, I'll tell you what. While you're there, there's a deli across the street, okay? Get me a roast beef sandwich and a little lettuce, a little tomato, and a little mayo. No, mayo is short for mayonnaise. Okay, thank you, dear. 
Yes, Psalms 8110B. Go look it up. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I love Bubbles. I really do. She's got those beautiful Walmart eyes, you know, the ones that uh, roll back. Okay, for the love of all things barbecued, I'm sorry. I am almost nine minutes into this, and I waste a lot of the precious time that I'm allotted. So I'm going to squeeze in a letter, maybe two. And remember, if you want your letter read on the air, contact me at my webpage, www.dutchvanalston.com. And if I read it, I will send you a free book. Uh, I'm having a hard time choosing between these, but I'm going to go with Wayne Williams from St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, Nothing personal here, but if I had the name of a prolific serial killer, I would probably change it to something else, but, but that's just me. Anyway, Wayne Williams, he asks about a former brother, and I'm assuming he means the non-blood brother, biker type. Uh, Apparently, this guy had, oh, quality time with Wayne's girlfriend, one drunk a night, and Wayne wants to know if they can ever get back to the point where they can be brothers again. Um, And then he asks specifically, does the biker world offer forgiveness? Okay, let me, let me start with, I do hope you dumped this little skank as well. I, I shortened your letter down a bit, Wayne, but I didn't see much on her. Although Wayne was on her, according to you, but you don't mention her much. Uh, not at all. I, I can never figure out why people get angry with the person that their old lady or old man cheated with. But the old lady or the old man, they seem to like get a free pass, like they were the victim in all this. I don't get that. Unless he or she was in a coma or frozen in a cryogenic chamber, I mean, there's no excuse. There are reasons why we do. We have moral failings and we fall short. And there's reasons why we do things. And they may even be understandable, but it's not the same as a justification. You know, when people try to explain their way out of those situations with that BS, they sound like, who's that character on Welcome Back, Cotter? Epstein. Epstein's mother used to write him notes all the time, excusing him from things. Um, You know, it's interesting because I touch on this very subject in the second book, Rebellious Youth. Um, that, That This is interesting to me right now. But to go back to your question, does the biker world offer forgiveness? I mean, of course it does. Of course it does. Um... But let me let me let me put it to you this way: It does offer forgiveness. But if I go into Walmart and they are offering to crunch my testicles in a vice, or offer me some new frozen meal made from, you know, used cat litter and some old army MREs, I'm I'm going to pass on both. Just because it's offered doesn't mean you have to accept it. You sound like a decent guy, Wayne. You really do. Seriously, and I'm not I'm not busting your chops or anything, but that old adage of don't make mis- my mis- uh, don't mistake my kindness for weakness, that hasn't been um, a staple in the in the biker community for decades because it's not true. It's been there because it is true, and the fact is much too large of the percentage of people truly seem to believe that that if you're kind, they can either exploit it or it is just genuine weakness. So in my opinion, and I'm moderately sober right now, so that opinion is kind of cheapened, but in my opinion, I would keep the term former in front of this guy and dump the girl. If she can't stick to just putting vodka in her mouth when she's drunk, then she needs to go. But feel free to give her my number, okay? Anyway, again, don't forget to hit like on my Life Behind Bars book series Facebook page. Visit my website, www.dutchvanalston.com and peruse my book that I am ever so proud of. Um, and again, if you want your question read on the air, give me a good question, an entertaining question. I got some ridiculous ones this week. I got one that was talking about, uh, can you compare the uh, um, Milwaukee 8 motor with the Big Twin? No. I'm not going to sit here and drone on. Even if I knew about that stuff in detail, 
Nobody wants to sit and listen to me talk about the difference in the engines. Okay, so make the question interesting about riding, motorcycle culture, my book, things of that nature. Okay, stick with that. Okay, so until next week, folks, remember, just because you wear a condom doesn't mean the sex is safe. Because I know a guy once who used it with his girlfriend and her husband still shot him. So, and from my faulty brain to your ears, this is Yabba Dabba Dutch signing off. Okay. All right. Very good segment, Dutch. Really appreciate that. Want to wish you a happy new year. We're looking forward to a great year working with you. We've got a lot of great things in store for the listeners. Everybody. Everybody. So so you want to stay tuned. And thank you so much, Dutch. Appreciate you. And we've got to keep moving right along here. We're real short for time today because we don't know how long the next segment's going to really take. But we've got a very good friend of ours that we've asked to join us on today's show. Now, we're, we're going to get him on the phone here in just a second. But before we do, we'd like to tell you a little bit about Brian A. Hill. Deb? Brian Hill is an extraordinary person who is gifted with wisdom and is intuitive beyond belief. He is an empathetic listener with over 25 years as a humanistic astrologer, spiritual counselor, and metaphysical teacher. His varied life experiences include being the author of Ace of Wands, a metaphysical novel, a columnist, radio TV personality, entrepreneur, real estate developer, investor, father, and grandfather. So he has outstanding clients, over thousands of them around the globe, and is a widely sought after for his gifted wisdom as a humanistic astrologer. Let's get him on the line right now. So welcome, Brian, to Biker Life Radio with Chuck and Deb. We are so excited to have you here. Um, we talked a little bit earlier about, you know, really kind of the topic to kick it off. I think you hear this often in your line of work is all about resolutions this time of year, especially. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what kind of uh, feedback and or input do you typically have regarding resolutions? Well, this is what I generally tell clients. Resolutions, think about it. It doesn't sound very happy, you know, no matter what yeah. it is. It's a resolved i'm resolved to doing this there's no fun whether it's losing weight or making more money or whatever it might be um it's a chore you know Uh it's a chore because you haven't done it already right right if if it's like it's just not today that you know your x number of pounds are overweight or or that you need x number of dollars you've been knowing this but you haven't been doing anything about it so resolutions to me is really an act of the will you know we will do this it's we take our willpower well what happened to our willpower all that other time you know right good point yeah you know where where did it go where did it go and and i find that instead of making a willpower a resolve to do this why not have some fun with it why not i think it's great you know you know and 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 what if you think of there, there's been lots of studies with what I'm going to say when the will is in conflict with our self image or self imagination, the will always loses, always loses because the, the will is momentarily, I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to have that food. It only lasts a minute that you're saying, I'm not going to have that food. But what's going on in your subconscious is over and over again, I want to eat, I want to eat, I want to eat. <laughs> so the subconscious or the imagination is ever vigil. It's always with us. So if we want to look ahead to 2020, I don't want to say the resolve, we're going to resolve to do this. Why don't we get an image in our mind what we like? what we Hmm. would like. Why don't we get an image of having more money, getting the book done, getting the book finished, losing the weight, whatever it might be, hold that image and feel that image. Now, visualization is a term that's thrown around a lot, right? And it doesn't work for a lot of people. And the reason is that we put it in our mind. 
You know, we visualize it and we say we have affirmations and they stay in our head most of the time. They don't drop down into our gut, into our belly, into our subconscious. We got to get to the feeling of that. Like how, how, I'm going to give you two things. How would it feel if I lost my hundred pounds? Well, how would you feel? Right. Now, and now watch, watch, watch the language. This is a little tricky. How would I feel means that how would I feel in the future? Correct. Now, take, take that feeling and set, close your eyes and said, imagine, imagination, imagination, right? Mm-hmm. How does it feel? Just imagine you've already lost 100 pounds. So you're in the present moment with that 100 pound loss. You're feeling great. Imagine, yeah, you're feeling great. So if you practice feeling that loss, emotion, right, emotion, energy in motion, it puts you into act, gets mm-hmm. you into motion to do something because you've already felt the outcome of it. For instance, why emotion is so important and why putting the emotion where you want it as a success is so important. The brilliant mind of Albert Einstein said, Imagination is more important than knowledge. Mm-hmm. Mm. Knowledge is fact, all right? It's more important than will because it's with us all the time. It's there all the time. Think, think about the imagination for a second and look around your life. Everything that you see, no matter where you go, is always in somebody's imagination first. Somebody imagine it before it could get built. You guys, you guys know I built a lot of houses, you know, a lot of buildings. Well, before I could build one building, I had to imagine what kind of building I wanted to build. And then I had to go to the architect and get the plans drawn up. And then we had to go through the process. So it's in your New Year's, what should we call them, vision, in your, in your 2020 vision. Isn't that a cool term for I guess? I love that. You know, you know, it's 2020 vision. What's your 2020 vision? 2020 vision, right? Yeah. What's your, get, get a picture of that. Get a feeling of that. Wow, this would be great. This would be fantastic. And live, practice living in that emotion. Practice living in that state of being. I'll give you an, a true example. Have you ever heard of, uh, depending upon your, your listeners' ages, right, have they ever heard of uh, an actor by the name of Archibald Leach? I can't uh, say that I Probably not. Right. No, no. Yeah. All right. So Archibald Leach was this young actor, right, and he, want, he saw the audition for a play to take place. And the 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 character that he wanted was the lead character and the character you know had certain characteristics the character in the play was this sophisticated suave debonair erudite dude and archibald leach was certainly not that so he had to feel the character he had to feel like what would it be like to be, to be this character so he practiced and practiced, rehearsed and rehearsed, and he got into this state over and over and over again. And he went to the audition and he got, and he got the role. He got the part he wanted. Hmm. So he stepped into the character. The character's name in the play was Cary Grant. Hmm. Wow. So, so Archibald Leach, you might not, this is the age thing. Cary Grant's a real actor. He's, he's dead now. But he right. stepped into the character of Cary Grant, never left the character, became Cary Grant, and became a world-famous actor that, you know, women loved. Every woman loves Cary Grant. Yeah. So <laughs> if, we, if, if, we, if we just want to, you know, there's a, a term that you and I, Chuck, have, have talked about and we've heard about. You've heard the term, fake it till you make it. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Right? Well... It has truth to it and it has BS to it, too, because what they tried to do, you know, they tried to go out. You go buy a car, a big car, fancy car, suits, all that stuff, and fake it till you make the money. Well, let's take that a little bit and change it. Let's imagine that we're it before we step into it. That's really what it comes. Don't put stress. And, if you put stress on the damn thing, it doesn't work. Oh, yeah. It goes in reverse. <laughs> it goes in reverse. It's exactly the opposite of this thing. You have to relax 
into what you want. Terms, like if we think of as kids in school, we were taught, oh, you're just using your imagination. Stop imagining stuff. It's yeah. so wrong. So mm-hmm. wrong. We, yep. we, we hear words, stop pretending. Don't mm-hmm. pretend. That's pretend. Well, think of the word pretend. Ten means to work, right? We don't use it too much in our, in our uh, day and age. We're not going to tend to something. We're going to work on it. We're going to go work at it. And we generally use it in the garden. We're going to go tend the garden. Mm-hmm. Well, tend means we're going to go work in the garden. If we, if we pretend, that means before we get to work, we think about what we want to work about. So we're actually doing it in our minds first before we're doing it in the, in the ground. Makes sense. Right? Yep, so absolutely. So what we want to do, not resolve, we want to play act into what we want. Have fun with it. You know, go, go imagine the clothes that you're wearing if it's weight. Imagine the money that you have. But you've got to be able to feel it. And absolutely. I, you know, this, might be, this might be a little bit more than you want. But we have a conscious mind and we have a subconscious mind. The conscious mind is, is our male energy. It's our mind. The subconscious mind is the female energy of us. It's our emotion. So what happens when a man and woman get together physically, right? They, 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 they do the wild thing. They come together. They join. And the male, the male, the male sperm goes into the eggs. The woman conceives and she has what? A baby. Mm-hmm. Well, in the metaphysical world, it's the same thing. If we hold in our mind and then we join it with our emotions, the idea gets conceived on a metaphysical level and then outpictures in reality. Hmm. And Does that makes sense? Yes, absolutely. The outcome. The there outcome you go. Very good. The same though. thing. It's, it's the metaphysical world is the precursor to the physical world. So if you want to lose your weight, if you want your money, you have to really put yourself in that state of being, you know, make, make love to the idea, embrace the idea, right? Wallow in the idea. Don't force yourself to do it, you know, or else you're never going to get it because, because you don't have what you want now. So to keep doing it the same way, trying to force yourself to do it isn't going to happen. So let's do it a kind of gentler way and just imagine it. We were just um, working on our vision board for this coming year. And, you know, some of that rings so true because, you know, you can look at things and there be no emotion tied to it. And then how realistic is it truly going to come to fruition for you? But I know as we wrapped things up and did that, for me, it was about looking at those images and those words and putting that emotion and feeling what that right. fun looked like, feeling what that, you know, less work, more play. It is like, stuff. Yeah. yeah and, and it was living yeah. in that. And I think that that is just kind of important that you brought that up because it's not just the surface level. It's really getting into the core of the being and that's it's where change Absolutely. Yeah. It's the core of the being. You could, you could look at it. If we, if we think of somebody being overweight and they want to lose weight and when that, when they look in the mirror and they see themselves overweight and they don't like it, they just don't look at it. They feel it. They mm-hmm. give themselves, right. there's, there's an emotion comes up and, and whatever, you know, whatever the bad feelings come up, you growl at yourself. <laughs> <laughs> So what we want to do is be able to imagine a good feeling because the feeling puts us in, into emotion. If we think about money, right? When, if, if our money's running short, it doesn't feel good in our belly, does it? No. But if we, but if we visualize more money, but we don't feel it, there's no connection between the male and the female. There's no connection between the mind and the emotion. So it doesn't take place. That right. means that that in your head, your man, your male and your female, your mind and your and your mind and your woman. If the woman doesn't feel it, it's not going to happen. So you can visualize all you want, but if you don't have emotion connecting to it, it's not going to happen. Absolutely right. And the emotion, right. what drives it, is the driver. Yes, the emotion is the driver. We could think all day and not get into gear. There's that positive thinking that comes up. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with positive thinking. Actually, you know, I'm a believer in positive thinking, but just the thinking alone is not going to get us there. 
No, right. It's the feeling. It's the emotion. The energy in motion is motivating. Right. The motivation comes from our emotion, not from our mind. Think of it this way. There's beautiful lyrics on a page, song lyrics, and we read the lyrics. Do we start dancing? Hell no. <laughs> no. We have, the, we have to wait for the sound, right? That's the, right. The melody, the music. Then we start moving. That's energy in motion. It, and I know you're going with the flow here, and I apologize for interrupting, but what comes to me is the person writing the music, they probably feel it. They probably hear it because they're imagining it. They're feeling it. They're right? feeling the words so and the lyrics yeah. played out in music. Because it's a different sort of mindset, maybe, if you will. It's a different place. So they're really actually imagining what that song would probably be about, I would, I would think. You've got to sort of hear you know, it in your head. You're, you're, you're right. You're on. And in other places, it's off. It, it, with songwriting combinations, the one guy does the lyrics, and he brings the lyrics to the guy that does the music. And they there put it together. Okay. But, but if you got... It's that, it's, so that's that's a real separation of mind and music. But you got other people, exactly like you said, songwriters who play the guitar and they think of the words and they write it the same way, and they yep. play the music. So we have oh, here's a one we can talk. Put the music to your visualizations. So you true. know, if we we were talking the the other day, we had a, you and I, Chuck, had a conversation. If there was a theme song to your presence that announced your being, what would it be? Yeah, I like that, too. That was great. (laughs) So so what what you could do instead of resolving to do something, find some music that moves your emotions and do the visualization with the music so the emotions in your body get into gear. It's a whole lot more fun than being, you know, I got to do this. Right. Absolutely. It's so true. And then, and then the, it seems to be that, uh, that a lot of people go in, you know, when we talk about these resolutions, it's people, uh, and, 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 and maybe I speak for myself, I, I go in and I already know that I've tried these resolutions before and they don't work. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like you, you're starting in a, in a negative spot from the get-go because your past experience is proven to you that you don't follow through with your resolutions. Failures, right. Yeah. It's a seed right. Absolutely. Ninety-seven percent of people don't follow through. And here, here's the, here's the kicker, right? So, suppose we're not going to Well, I don't want to get into the cigarettes because that gets physically addictive, but, but, but suppose we're not going to eat ice cream anymore. That's one of my gigs, right? <laughs> not going to eat. I'm not going to eat ice cream anymore. Well, I love ice cream. It's right. Really good for me, right? <laughs> Don't so give I it up. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to eat ice cream anymore, all or nothing. You know, I set myself up for what, right? So what happens is on, I'm, I do good on January 1. On January 2, I get, I get my brain clicks into gear and says ice cream. Do you realize we have a quarter of one second to make that decision or not? So if we don't switch off and say no, we're going to eat our ice cream. Mm-hmm. So we think our New Year's resolution is broken. But how about if we look at it from a different way? How about saying, giving, giving us some space? Let's say I want to lose X number of pounds, right? But I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to give up some of the foods I like, but I want to get that poundage off. So I give myself a little time to get there. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't doesn't mean you know that if I if I have my ice cream right away I'm gonna you know uh, I I lost. It's not it's not a, a win lose game. Right. And that's what that's where the will comes in. I didn't do it. I'll screw it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like exactly. Said, I try I've tried so hard, but why we we haven't touched it? If we think of the imagination, you know, if we think of the subconscious. And that's where the power lies, not on our will. Our willpower is used to, to practice and rehearse the vision we have for 2020. I love it. That's what the willpower is for. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, I, and I thought, see, see if this, um, th- this is why I had in mind. I know you introduced me as doing astrology. And I thought, and I hadn't done this ahead of time, but I got the idea. Why don't, why don't I go down the list of the 12 signs? Right. 
okay. and then briefly and then briefly give each sign a little a little hint about themselves about doing this. Oh, fantastic! Great. That'd be yeah. wonderful. I'm sure does our listeners would love it. Oh yeah, and the listeners yeah. guy would love it. I'm certain of it. Right. Okay. So I'm I'm just this is this is I don't know what you you know I didn't hear the introduction. So I've I've done this for 25 years. I've done thousands and thousands of readings for people. So this is just going to come intuitively off my head. All right. So all right. I didn't write anything down before we just intuitively off my head with the characteristics of all the all the signs. Ready? Yeah. Am am, am I ready? Okay. For for Aries. All right. What Aries does, Aries likes to start things. So the suggestion and the encouragement for Aries would be, would be, yes, you're going to get into gear. You're going to jump right on it. And if you don't get results, you're going to quit. Because Aries, Aries likes to begin things. All right. So begin for Aries. Let them begin a number of times through the process to achieve their vision. Just don't jump in hell's bells. And then when you blow it, quit. All right. Because Aries likes to act, but it doesn't like to act consistently over a period of time. Aries the ram. Aries the ram. (laughs) Taurus, Taurus the bull, right? First of all, has, has, has a different energy than Aries, obviously. The bull does not like to get started in things. It takes the bull a little bit of time to get going. So you don't have to start it on, on tomorrow, January, on today, as it, you're hearing it today. You don't have to, to start it January 1st today. You can just glide into it a little bit. Now, the good thing about the bull is once the bull gets going, it becomes consistent it'll stay the distance right it'll stay the distance to get it done there it's a fixed sign so once they get in time with something they could go after it now gemini gemini is the twins and gemini think of the twins what gemini gets gets trapped into in their own making is they have all these ideas in their head it's a it's an air sign so they get all these ideas in their head, right? And they don't get into action at all. They're, they're, more, they're more inclined about thinking what losing that weight would be or thinking about stuff. And they feel, and they never get it. They never get into the earthly realm of getting it. So you want to take your ideas, Gemini, and bring them down into your body and make them happen. It would be like, gee, I want to, I want to get some muscles. Well, get yourself to the gym and start lifting some weights. Then your ideas and your and your actions are following through. Okay? Yeah, right. great. Cancer. The crab. The, think of the crab at the beach. The, the crab, if the crab sees some food there down on the shore, it doesn't go directly at the food. <laughs> it zigs to the left. It zigs to the right. It zigs all over. And then maybe if everything's safe, once they see something that, that, that's fearsome, the, the, the uh, crab ducks its head into the shell. Then it sticks itself out. And then it zigs and zags. So they don't go out anything directly. So with cancer, give yourself a little bit of time to get to where you're going to get to. You're persistent in that you'll keep going, right? But give mm-hmm. yourself the time to get there. Don't put a, an undue time frame on what you're doing. Uh, and now we're at Leo, right? Okay. Um, it, this, this makes me smile. Leo's the king of the jungle, right? <laughs> Yes. So if you, if, you, if you get in the image of this lion that you are, it's, it's very prideful, all right? That's the pride. It's the, it's, the, it's the king of the jungle. It's the pride. It's the king of the pride, lion pride. I want you to feel the power that's in you when you complete whatever you want to complete your I don't, we don't, vision, your 2020 vision. When it's done, and now, but do it in the future. So it would be like today, feel what it feels like to be already successful in what you're doing, right? Take that power in there, right? Mm -hmm. Big emotion with this. Now, Virgo, Virgo is, is the maiden or the virgin. And Virgo, 
is very cautious on how they apply and go after things, right? And Virgo has a hang-up with perfection. Virgo, more than any other sign, knows what's perfect. I mean, Virgo could get a – suppose they're taking a test, and the perfect score, perfect score on, the, on the test is 100. Virgo comes along and gets 97. Virgo has a tendency still not to be happy because they missed three points. Oh, boy. Right? So if you make it hard on yourself to perfection, suppose your goal is to lose – um, I don't know, 50 pounds or whatever. I'm just using that because it's such a, a theme. People want to lose sure. weight at New Year's, join the gym. So suppose right. they want to lose 50 pounds. Suppose you only hit 40. So right. You lost exactly, 40. 40 pounds, pretty good, yeah. That's great. Right? You lost, you lost your 40. So allow yourself that time and allow yourself some room. If you, if you break your, your fast or whatever, you, however you're going to do this, your diet, so what? Nothing's perfect. Get back on it and keep going. That's right. right. All right? Now, Libra. Libra's the scale of justice. Libra, Libra in its way, wants everything in balance. Okay. So what Libra could do is, is suppose they have their, their 2020 vision, they'll, they'll debate within themselves the best way to do this. And they keep debating to the point that they never get in gear and do it. Oh, that analysis paralysis thing. It's analysis paralysis, absolutely. Right? Good get. Uh, they'll debate, well, I could do this, I could do that, I could do that, but that's not, and they go back and forth, and then they run out of steam and don't do it. Hmm. All right. Scorpio, the scorpion. Oh, all right. Scorpio is a powerful emotional water sign. All right. And there's a thing called the paradoxical intention that I associate with Scorpio. Okay. Scorpio wants something so badly, they actually stop themselves from getting it. They prevent themselves from getting it. They try so hard that, they, that there's so much tension that they stop themselves from getting it. And one of the ways that, that in a, sort of like an example of this, is think, is think of the physical orgasm. We, we know we can't force this thing. Nobody's ever been able to force an orgasm. Right. The harder, the harder we try, the more evasive it becomes. But what do we have to do? We have to relax, chill mm-hmm. out, surrender, wallow in it, play with it, be embraced by it. And then what happens? Pleasure. Right. And yeah. in the same way, if Scorpio eases up on what they want, It'll happen. They have very powerful energy. Another way I say it, like Scorpio has the has a chicken that lays the golden eggs, right? Mm. And so yeah. they want the golden eggs so bad they start choking the chicken to produce more <laughs> golden eggs, and the, and the chicken can't kick out the golden eggs. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Self sabotage. <laughs> yep. Now Sagittarius. Boy, do I know anybody who's a Sagittarius? I don't have, don't have a clue on that. I, I don't, you know, I'm very intuitive, and I'm getting the word Chuck. Um, <laughs> not like you're announcing any names, but that's okay. No, I'm not saying anything like that at all. all right. Sagittarius is this big, big fire energy. It's a fire sign, and it has a broad, sweeping, powerful, big fire. Now, I want you to think of their fire. Fire is the energy that does a lot. Where Sagittarius kind of trip up is they get, they get such a broad idea of everything that they want to do mm-hmm. that they lose focus on the one thing that they really want to do. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so, so it's focus, focus. Use that energy. Picture taking a, a, a big fire outside and putting it down a pipe so that all that flame goes into one particular thing. Like Sagittarius gets tripped up by the glitter that they see off, and they're, that's fun, let's go. And so 
to stay with one one little focus. Like if you want to take this radio show, right, or whatever whatever the thing you want to do, and you want to make it really really successful, focus on that puppy. You got it. Yep. All right. Yep. Now Capricorn, the goat. This is me, so I'll talk about me. But <laughs> I know more. I know I know goats do this. All right. What goats have to keep in mind that they, they within themselves have a process how to reach success. They know systems, right? And they know exactly what they have to do. What mm-hmm. goats have to overcome is the doubt that goes within them, all right, to get the system done. Because they get the whole concept in their head, and then they, they're, they're like a goat climbing a mountain. You know, I know I see the mountain. I see the goal. I want to get to the summer. Man, now let's get in process. Can I really do it? And a, and a phrase I give my goat clients, my Capricorn clients, is that if you live in doubt, you'll do without. That's the kibosh on anything that you mm-hmm. want to do. Because what doubt is, it's the opposite of positive thinking or positive emotion. It's negative thinking, negative emotion. Mm-hmm. And I see Capricorns, by and large, get trapped into that. Now, Aquarius, we've got two more, Aquarius and Pisces. Aquarius, Aquarius is, a, is generally a mental sign. It's a mental construct, and Aquarians are generally smart people. Right. But they have to believe in what they're going to do. Once they believe in it, once they get their belief systems wrapped around something like I can do this. Wow. It's already done. Isn't this amazing that I'm so successful? Then they'll get into gear and they'll get into gear and make it a reality. But they have to believe what they're doing. Interesting. Right. Mm-hmm. They have to believe it. It's slightly different than, than the doubt of Capricorn. All right. Because they don't have any doubt. They're just looking and analyzing it a little bit and, and doing it in their head, the mental construct of it. And then if they go, yeah, I could do this, then they're, boom, they're gone and they're doing it. They don't yeah. carry any doubt with them along the way. Hmm. Huh. And, and, and Pisces, Pisces is, is a water sign. There's a lot of emotion in here. How Pisces people get tripped up is they have this, this um, a concept of all or nothing all or nothing mm. that mm. I have to do this whole thing all at once. The Piscean people will get a goal in terms of goal terms, you know, they'll get a goal and they'll think they got to do the whole thing all at once. They, they don't break it apart to step by step and look at, I could do this step. Yes. Okay. I did that step. I could do the next step. And when they look at the whole thing all at once, they get overwhelmed and quit. Wow. Hmm. So they got to break so, it down into smaller yeah, pieces. Smaller chunks, they have yeah. to break it down, smaller yeah. chunks. All right, and they could do the smaller chunks. They could do the next smaller chunk. So just a little bit at a time. Like yeah, bite the elephant. Like a, yeah, eating the elephant. Yes, yeah, so bite at a time, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, Pisces really has to adhere to that. Very good. Because they'll say, if we, if we look at weight, we'll say, okay, I want to lose, say, again, 50 pounds. And then they'll think, they're trying in their head, believe me, they're trying in their head how to lose that 50 all at once. <laughs> and, and they can't figure out how to do it, so they quit. Yeah. yeah. Rather than let's just focus on the first 10 get through that and then focus on the next. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think that was great. I, I think, know. Uh, you know, our listeners, uh, I'm sure they've fallen in, of course, one of those 12 <laughs> signs, I would imagine, and uh, probably gleaned a lot out of what you were sharing, Brian. Absolutely. So mm. definitely setting them up for success and, you know, making them, helping them become aware of what obstacles could maybe trip them up. Yeah. So forward. and how they can get mm-hmm. through these things, how they take care of it themselves yeah. on that level. I think it's excellent. Good. Great. Yeah. Great insight. Thank you, sir. One of the things that I like to say, if we have some time, do we have time? I don't. Yep, we got a, we got a couple minutes. Okay. One of the things that I don't know if your listeners are or how versed they are in astrology, whether they in quotes believe in this stuff or anything, and I just want to say briefly about about 25 years ago, I was in a situation in life that wasn't really happy. 
for me. And somebody suggested I go to an astrologer. And I said, I don't believe in that garbage. Right. And I went anyway. There was something inside of me was curious. Said, hey, I'll take any kind of help I could get kind of mm-hmm. thing. And it led me on a journey that 25 years later, like talking to you today, um, I have clients all around the world, in South America, in Europe, in Asia, all over the place, thousands of clients. And I've gone from this complete skeptic to obviously a practitioner of this that's helped lots and lots of people. So the astrology is not what we see in the newspapers. We don't have newspapers anymore, but magazines. Yeah. Or, or it's not the sun sign stuff that, you know, this is what your day is going to be like. That's so wrong. It's not about, doesn't have anything to do with, with, with church and religion and being from the devil. God created the planets. Why did right. God create the planets? I see the planets as helpful utility companies helping us live our lives. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I don't want anybody to get turned off by this stuff. It's not against any faith. I could go into that at another time if you want. But it is a real helpful, helpful um, way, a practical tool to see who you are. It's like this. I I was thinking of this for for your audience, Chuck and Dell, is that think of when we buy a car, right, or a a bike, right? What do we get with it? We get an owner's manual. Mm-hmm. Well, an astrology chart is like your owner's manual for this life, for your life. And by understanding, be able to read that owner's manual, it makes driving on your road a whole lot easier. You know, Absolutely. Uh, there's a whole lot more to it. You know, and so I don't know if you and I will do this again. That's up to you, of course. But oh, yeah. there's a lot, there's a there's a lot of benefit that can be derived. A lot of practical benefit that could be derived from understanding astrology. And I'll give you one story, and then I'll get off my soapbox. All right. <laughs> a, 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 a client came to me. A woman came to me, and, and we have a birth chart. And what a birth chart is, it, it's it's a chart of exactly where the planets were at your moment of your birth, and everyone's different. You know, the, the, everyone is different. So the woman came to me and I read her chart for her. She says, when, when we're done, she says, can I ask you a question about my husband? And I said, yes, you can, but don't tell me anything about it. Let, let me, I ran the guy's chart. She gave me the birth date, right? Um, and I ran his chart and I looked at the chart and I said to her, you, you, have a pro- you two have a problem with sex, don't you? And she looked at me, how did you know that, right? And Mm -hmm. I knew that because, and this is a little astrology jargon, just bear with me. Sure. Mm -hmm. Venus rules the feminine, Mars rules the masculine. We both have, we all have, no matter what our gender is, have a Venus and Mars, right? So I have a Venus and Mars. Chuck, you have one. Deb, you have one. So her Venus was in the sign of water. His Venus was in the sign of fire. Think of the elements. Oh, wow, right? yeah. Battling, Think yeah. of the elements, water and fire. And what her problem was, he wanted her to start his fire. And how does water start fire? <laughs> right, right. So I said to her, water doesn't start fire. But he, what does fire do to water? Mm-hmm. Man, it boils it. It gets bubbly hot. Oh, it? yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I said to her, tell him, you know, what we talked about, that you're not going to be able to do that, but he could really start everything cooking. <laughs> right? Literally. Yeah. Literally. Right? <laughs> and so, okay, she left. She was, you know, she left. It just so happened that weekend I went to a party, and she and her husband were there. Hmm. Her husband didn't come over. He wasn't looking at me. He wasn't real happy with me, right? Uh-huh. And so I didn't go over there, and she saw me, and et cetera. And it was a couple of weeks later, I went to – I never saw them before at an event at all. A couple of weeks, three weeks later, I go to another place, and there they are, right? Wow. And he looks at me with a big smile on his face <laughs> and came over and thanked me. 
<laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> the, the reason that I talk about this is because astrology is so incredibly practical. Mm. So incredibly practical. So over the, you know, we could get off and go wherever we want. You got questions, you could roll them at me and however well, we want to do it. But I think ahead, what I, is interesting that you've brought up is that just like we talk about the motorcycle mystique, what you really brought up is there is mystique around astrology and what astrology has to offer us as human beings in this thing called wor- the world. So we let those mm. misconceptions and misguidance that others have put out there into the um, world for us to think that astrology is. And we oftentimes take that to heart, but it's really not what's at the core of it. And I right, love that you right. use the term tool because that's what I think of it too, is it's just a tool to help me maneuver through this thing called life, maybe in a little bit better, easier way based on relationships I have around me and things that I'm doing and visions and, mm-hmm. and places I want to go. So, yeah, I actually, as yeah, you were going yeah. through some of these, these signs, I was, it actually came to me that I could see how this would be a great tool for employers to have so that right. they can uh, know how to deal with uh, uh, different type of workers and that kind of thing, their coworkers. So I can see it having a wide range of applications in everyone's life for sure. Mm-hmm. So oh, that's what that's what we're going to do. We're going to have you back on the show more often, as long as you're willing, because I believe, you know, we can't put it all in one show. We 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 got to we got to get <laughs> right. people more educated. Yes, and and it's never it astrology can can positively affect every area of our life, whether it's our career, our health, our wealth, our relationships, our businesses, anything. anything our lifestyle. I have our lifestyles. I have. Uh, many clients who run their own business and they come from various and sundry reasons to doing this stuff. It's, it's not, uh, it's not limited to anybody, you know, mm-hmm. it's limited. It's unlimited because all these energies and maybe on the next show, I'll give a, I'll talk if you want, how, how I see planets way up there affecting us way down here. I think that'd that be right. cool. Yeah. So we are running out of time, unfortunately. So uh, why don't you sort of wrap it up, Brian, and let people know how they can find you. Uh, you also have a, a book that's out and another one in the making. So if you'd mention that and let everybody know how they can find you, I'd appreciate it. Well, cool. Thank you for that. I, that stuff never enters my mind. <laughs> um, yes. If you, if you have any questions or you want to connect with me, my email address is BH, like my name, my, my initials, BH Whale, like the whale in the sea, W-H-A-L-E, at yahoo.com. BH Whale at yahoo.com. And my cell number is 941-320-7090. Just text me. That's easier for you to connect with me. I like to text. Um, I do have a, a book, a novel on uh, Amazon. And, and, it's, and it's somewhat of a, of a metaphysical, spiritual um, book and seeing how the metaphysical applies in the physical world. It's, it's set in Sarasota, right? It's very practical and people love it. It's got, uh, like right now, it's got 48 five-star reviews. Fantastic. So if you, go to, uh, if, you, if, you, if you go to Ace of Wands, A-C-E of W-A-N-D-S, and again, Brian Hill. That's it. All right. Wonderful. Yeah, and it's a great book, so you want to pick that up from Amazon. Again, that's Ace of Wands right. by Brian A. Hill. Wands. Yep. Yep. So, uh, all right. Well, we got to wrap it up. Unfortunately, we don't have all the time that we'd like to have. But, Brian, thanks so much for joining us. We really thanks appreciate for you. Me, guys. You bet. Look, look Thank forward you. to the next time. All right. See you okay. soon. Bye. All right. Take care. All right. Well, we hope that you enjoyed Brian's segment. He's going to be back for more, so you'll want to stay tuned. But right now, unfortunately, we're short on time and we've got to wrap things up. But before we do, you need to write this down. Go out to the Chuck and Deb show. That's the Chuck with the letter N, debshow.com forward slash 2020. We want to give you a free course so that'll help you grow, expand, and thrive in 2020. Deb? Be sure to follow us on Facebook and our website, bikerliferadio.com. And any device you have, say play Biker Life Radio with Chuck and Deb podcast. And make sure you subscribe, like, and share with all of your friends. 
Again, we want to wish you a very, very happy new year. We thank you for always listening and sharing with your friends. And we hope to see you out on the road. Ride hard, ride free. I'm Chuck. And Deb. Happy new year, everyone. See you again soon. You've been listening to Biker Life Radio with Chuck and Deb. Heard each Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. right here on 1490 AM. WWPR. We thank you for listening and invite you to join us next week.